Welcome to the Grit to Greatness podcast. Thanks for tuning in and making your choice to win. This is the show where we not only motivate and inspire, we give you tactical strategies to implement on your way to greatness. And now, here's your host, Chuck Farmer. Hello, Grit to Greatness listeners. I hope everyone's having a great week. It's an exciting time. I hope things are going very well for you in your life. I'm very motivated and inspired about this podcast. God's really been leading it, uh, the way it's been going with our guests, the things that we've been able to share with you. I'm just really humbled and blessed to be leading this podcast. And I really appreciate you listeners out there. And I really appreciate our guests coming on and sharing from their heart. And we've got another one of those today. Um, I've got a new friend and a peer um, that uh, I really am excited to have on today. He's up in New York, so we'll forgive him for that, being up in the northern country. Um, but uh, really excited to have him on today. His name is Brandon Weinkoff. Appreciate you having, being on today, Brandon. Thanks, Chuck. I appreciate it, buddy. I see you've also got a – is that a Pittsburgh Pirates hat? Yeah, it's, it has I have nothing to do with Pittsburgh Pirates. That's like the colors. I'm actually a <laughs> true blue Mets fan. Oh, so, okay. I mean, I'm a Mets fan. Publicly right now, since we're a game up over the Braves. So well, we haven't <laughs> talked about this yet, but I'm actually a huge Atlanta Braves fan. So there's something else we'll have to talk well, about. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, this is on a previous podcast, but actually real quick, um, my brother and I watched Hank Aaron's 715th home run on a little 12-inch black and white TV with the little rabbit ears with aluminum foil on it. That's a true story. So. Yeah, we were Braves fans. I was, I'm Chuck, I wasn't, I wasn't born yet. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. <laughs> Throw that in there. But uh, I've really gotten to know Brandon recently and very excited to get to know him and uh, work with him. And he's got a great story to share. So we want to kind of just jump in, let him start at the beginning and tell us a little bit about his journey. And I know this is going to be really touching to some of you out there in another one of those episodes where you might want to share it with a close family member or friend that you know is dealing with something with regard to mental health, et cetera. Jump in there, Brandon. Sure, Chuck. Hey, uh, I, real quick, I just want to kind of like, this is going to kind of go back about 10 years. Um, I'm about seven to eight years in my journey. Uh, I was, the last time I got on the scale during this time in my life, I was probably close to or over 400 pounds. Um, I was depressed. I was unhappy. Um, I didn't realize it. Um, I was numb to a lot of things. I was kind of getting up in the morning going through the motions and just just kind of like out there living my life. Um, one day I went, I started, decided I needed to start going back to the doctor because I was starting to feel unhealthy. Um, and I went to the doctor and uh, he was a super nice guy, but he was just kind of a, kind of a jerk, but he was, just, didn't have any bedside manner, just kind of was talking to me. And I went to him and he was like, went through was going through my lab results and he said brandon's like you you're i mean you're you're okay health i mean your your blood pressure's up your cholesterol's kind of high but all of your other labs look good he's like you're pretty good man you're just you're just fat <laughs> i looked at i said i said what he's like you're fat dude he's like you don't know you're fat no you're definitely fat and i was like oh i was like what do i need to do and he was like you need to lose weight he's like what do you mean you need to do you just need to lose weight and i was like how I was just very taken back because I wasn't uh, coming from 
from doctors that I'm used to, like, you know, they sugarcoat a lot of things to you. They don't kind of, right. they kind of like, it's kind of overstepped. Like, oh, well, right. you could do this, you could do this. No, this guy was like, dude, you're fat. You need, you need to get it together. You need to lose weight. And I was like, well, how do I do that? And he's like, eat less. <laughs> I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, he's like, it's all about calorie deficit. That's all you got to do is calorie deficit. He's like, how many pieces of pizza do you eat? I'm like, you know, I like pizza. I mean, five or six is okay. Eat three. He's like, you drink regular Cokes? I was like, yeah, he's like, drink Diet Coke. He's like, I was like, isn't that bad? He's like, yeah, but you're fat. He's like, it's not going to get any worse. You're not going to get any fatter from eating less and drinking Diet Coke. Your health's okay. We'll worry about that on the back end. You've got to lose weight right now. And I was like, all right, dude. So, okay. So I sat down. I literally thought about it for a couple of for a couple of days. I was like, how do I do this? I don't know. I didn't have big support. So I actually went on, I was on Facebook. I was just kind of, you know, how we mindlessly scroll through. And I saw one of those ads. And I was like, hey, I'm looking for 10 dads that want to lose weight. And you know, you know what? And I was like, I've always heard that numbers, there's power in numbers. Right. And so I was like, okay, so I met this guy named Tyler, great guy. And he sat down and he was like, are you motivated to do this? I was like, yeah, I need, I talked to my doctor. I need to lose weight. He was like, okay. So I joined this group, this group of dads. I think there were like 10 or 12 of us. And he kind of set it up like it's a challenge. And he basically said, this is what you need to do. Kind of gave us an outline of what we needed to do. And um, so I followed it for a little bit, uh, started to lose some weight. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to kind of add a little bit of my own flavor into it. So I looked into like other diet plans and I was like, okay, I think I can do this keto thing. And so I started doing keto, got big into it, started out literally walking 15, 20 minutes a day and changed the way I ate, um, cut out breads, cut out some other things. And I started seeing some weight fall off. You know what? I was like, okay, this feels good. First month I was in it, working out every day, um, was going to the Y, uh, just doing cardio, walking on a treadmill. They had a Peloton there. I was on the Peloton. Um, lost 20 pounds, then I lost 35, then I lost 40, and then started getting into lifting, and it just started falling off, started changing the way I was eating, lost 60. Um, I'm about a year and a half in, I got down, finally lost 100 pounds. It was like, you know what, I could do this or I could keep going. So I went from 40, I think I was at, when I started weighing, I was at 396. I got down to 298, and when you go from three to two, it just kind of sets something in your head. Just, you know what, I'm going to keep going. So I got down to 248, so I was like 150 pounds down, but I didn't – and I think I talked talk about this. I got what they call body dysmorphia really bad. So I was looking at myself in the mirror, and even though I lost a ton of weight, and I sent you the pictures of my, lo- my weight loss, I didn't still like the way I looked. So even though I was smaller, so I started lifting. Well, I gained like 30 pounds back. Um, and so I'm about 260 now. I've been there for the last, I've able, not many people were able to do this, but I've kept the weight off. Um, I mean, I fluctuate now. Uh, my body dysmorphia is getting a little bit better, um, but I still look at something and I'm like, all right, well, I eat this. I can literally eat a meal and I feel like, if I look at myself in the mirror, I feel like I've gained a hundred pounds back. So uh, still something I struggle with. It's still a mental health issue every day, but I've got to understand with myself that, Hey, I'm so much more healthy. Um, I'm on a completely different plan. Now my wife and I, we're totally eating different. Um, 
I know a lot of people don't want to hear this. Um, a lot of people are going to kind of like shut. I don't even think you know this, Chuck, but I've been I've been vegan for the last two months. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and so it's completely changed the way I feel. Uh, my inflammation's down. I have a, a totally different aspect of life. And like, I don't force people. I don't, it's not, I'm sorry, we're not vegan. We're plant-based because we don't, I mean, still wear leather belts, still don't really, I, I love animals, but it's not, it's not the purpose. I'm doing it for the healthy lifestyle. Right, of it. Right. Um, there's just so much research that's, that kind of goes into eating meat and inflammation. And I still, even though I've lost all this weight, I still have high blood pressure. Oh, okay. So I'm trying wow. to figure out a way that I've been doing research to lower that blood pressure because I want to get off of medications. Wow. Um, and so I've pretty much cleared them all out except for this high blood pressure, blood pressure medication right now. But my life has been completely changed. Um, and it's just a, a lot of positive thinking, a lot of uh, you can do this. And like I told you, I was like, one of my big points is, hey, if I can do this, anybody can do this. Wow, that's awesome. I mean, because you see, you see these changes of people when you look at them and you're like, people that have these weight loss, then you're like, I can never yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, I was 400 pounds. It's like, I couldn't do that. I can't stay dedicated enough to do it. Well, if I can do it, anybody can do it. That's awesome, man. I'll tell you what, before we go too much further, I want to kind of unravel all this stuff that you said. You yeah. A lot of great nuggets in there. Let's start with the doctor. Now, okay. That really hit home to me. We were talking about that earlier. That really hit home to me because, um, we all, one of my coaches, Coach Michael Bird, and some of the other people I talk about that my uh, my coaches for my Spartan races, they all say everybody needs a coach. You know, right. whatever area of life it is, you know, you need a coach. And so a coach is somebody who tells you what you need to hear and inspires you to make change. They don't necessarily sugarcoat, as you said, most doctors do. And so when people hear the story of your doctor, you know, some people are going to think, wow, that guy was a jerk. And to be honest, it might even be he was kind of being a jerk. But on the other hand, that actually, when you're talking about how that way of saying it worked for you, it would have worked for me. Right. Like we were talking about how you and I, we don't want the fluff. We want to be. Nope. Do you feel like that kind of helped you, the fact that he was all, in a way, it actually helped you that he was so blunt? Oh, yeah. No, it, 100%. Like, I've heard, I've had, like, people like, you know, we talked about being sure. They're like, oh, well. You're, you carry your weight well. You're tall. I mean, I'm six foot four. I was close to four pounds. Oh, you carry it. Oh, you might be a little bigger, but you carry it well. What does that mean you carry it well? Just because I carry it well does not mean I wasn't fat. I wasn't unhealthy. I wasn't going to have a heart attack, but I, my increase for a heart attack or stroke didn't increase by the time I was 50 because I carried my weight well. No, I needed someone to, to coach. I needed someone to look at me and say, hey, yeah, I mean, you can live this way. You're going to die a lot sooner than you would be if you were a little bit healthier. No, it's and like you said, it's all about I needed that. I needed that kick in the butt. Um, one of those things that we I know we talked about is being in sales and working with salespeople. And right. um, people lie. Numbers don't. So it's That's right. it doesn't matter if it's a doctor. It doesn't matter if you're friends. If, if you weigh 400 pounds. You weigh 400 pounds. It doesn't matter how well you carry it. Um, it's the results. It's like what they say, the proofs in the pudding. It's when you start moving forward in that healthier lifestyle that kind of changes it. And not only that doctor, I mean, I went back and saw him. He was like, oh, great. You lost 20 pounds. That's wonderful. You're still fat. Right. You're still yeah. bigger than you should be. Yeah. Your so body mass index is still high. This is great stuff. I mean, for, for listeners, there's two sides. For some listeners, 
you need to think about being a coach or a true friend to somebody in your life. Yeah. Maybe there's somebody in your life that needs you to be their true friend. Because true friends tell it like it is. Doesn't mean that actually means you love them more. Doesn't mean you don't love mm -hmm. them. You're the one that's willing to say you need to change. And it might be um, that they're drinking too much. Maybe they're doing right. drugs. What there are lots of things that people in your life and people are dancing around it and they need somebody to be open and honest with them and push them. That's the person who loves them the most. And on the other hand, you might be somebody who needs that person in your life. You might need to ask somebody, hey, will you be my true friend? Will you be my coach and be honest with me and push me, uh, motivate me and inspire me? And, and um, obviously there's a line somewhere of being <laughs> a jerk, but you know, I know for me and you, our personality types, I'd rather you toe that line than to be that, you know, being too wishy-washy. Right. And that's a hundred percent. I don't want, it's when you're in this kind of situation, there's no gray, it's black and white. So, and that's people will, and you have, you can be okay with yourself and that's great. You can be, you can choose to be unhealthy. You can choose to be healthy, but it's all in your, how you want to live your life and your life certainty and where you want to be at. I mean, if you're happy with yourself and you enjoy that type of thing. Like right now, I enjoy working out. That's my release. I enjoy getting up in the morning. Right. Uh, as you know, I'm at the gym every morning at 445. I can tell you, I didn't go this morning. I didn't feel like going this morning, but I'm not going to stop going. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, but it's it's one of those things you have to enjoy. You have to enjoy your life. You, I think we talked about um, a, a couple of things as well. I'll say I lost my train of thought. Um, but it's it's living your life to the fullest. I mean, right. you get to you we get one trip around, we get one trip here. Um, and so it's it's making sure that you live life and you're happy. Um, whatever you're happy is, that's where you need to be. Right. Um, and so I I truly believe that everyone has a right to happiness. Um, and if it's not making you happy, uh, you have to take that into consideration because this is it. This is your life. If you're not happy, find what makes you happy. You know, and as a Christian, I really believe that God obviously is the major part of our lives and that he wants us to have joy in our lives, even more than happiness. And he directs us And in situations like what Brandon went through. He's going to give us strength. We go to him as our ultimate coach and we ask him for direction and for strength and he will guide us. And, by no means are we trying to say here that you have to be a certain weight or you have to work, look a right. certain way. Um, that's not what this is about. This is about being comfortable in your life and feeling being physically in good condition, taking care of your body. Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us that he gave us the body. We are to take care of it. Um, but also being a strong minded person who is doing the things day to day that you need to do. Cause he said earlier Right at the very beginning, this hit me hard. He said he was going through the motions. And I think to me, that's exactly what this is about. We don't want to be going through the motions of life. We want to be enjoying life and doing the things that God has in store for us and all the things that he wants us to do. And sometimes that means we need to make change. What is that change in your life that you need to make? Brandon was at over 400 pounds. Now he's lost over 150 pounds. And now he actually enjoys getting up at 30 in the morning to go work out he's made a change in his life what in your life are some things that you need to change so you were talking about this and uh 
Um, I love what you said earlier. We've all heard this in some form or fashion, but it hits home when somebody like you says it. You said you were sick and tired of being sick and tired. Right. Yeah. You know, you wake up in the mornings and you just have that feeling and you just know that no matter what you know, if, if your mental health, it's your physical health, it's whatever it is. It's like you just feel sick. Um, you don't want to do life. Um, you just kind of are you feel like you're just existing. Um, and so that you have to find what makes you want to exist what what is your what is your happy place um and there's a lot of things like chuck we've talked about that we're not on the same page about and no one's going to be on the same page about everything um and so like i'm on this podcast with you i'm 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 an agnostic individual um so i find my you find yours through through religion and i find mine through something else i find mine through different different venues than a lot of people do. I find mine through my family, my friends, um, working out through through experiences in life. And I find that I'm here to for other people. I want everyone to be happy. I want everyone to find their happy, their happy place. Um it's like some of those just old movies you say, well you just gotta find your like I don't know if you remember that old movie Hook. That oh, helped, yeah, yeah. That helped yeah. him fly. Yeah. You have to have your happy thought. <laughs> <laughs> what may, what's going to make us fly on day-to-day basis? Um, what can you do that's going to make you happy, that's going to make you thrive? If, if you're doing something in your life that's making you unhappy, whether it be work, whether it be your workout, whether it be your family, whether it be your friends, if your friends are making you unhappy, they're not your friends. So, um if, I mean, there's sometimes in life, and a lot of people don't agree with this. If your family is making you unhappy, I think your family. I mean, there's people that that you have to cut out of your life, and there's people that you need to bring into it. So it's um, it's finding that happy point in everything that you do, um, because there's there's a there's a finite amount of time that we have to live, um, and one day it's going to suddenly stop. So it's it's being able to make sure that you are able to carry your happiness on through someone else and that you give everyone else around you that fuller experience. Because if you're living that life where you're making other people and people see your light and they see your, I like that word joy, then it's going to make them joyful. That's right. So it's, um, it's cause the, if you walk around and you have that defeatist attitude and you you're depressed and you're sad, people aren't going to want to be around you anyways, because people are looking for that light for that joy to bring into their lives. So it's carrying that to other individuals as well. Uh, funny. I was just listening to uh, Instagram of Craig Rochelle. He's a Christian author and pastor. He wrote the book, winning the war of your mind. And he was talking about yesterday, just real quick, because I read a lot about mindset and stuff. And uh, he's just li- yesterday. in his little Instagram thing. He said, uh, he said, maybe you need, if your job is making you miserable, maybe you need a better job. Exactly. Said, if your friends are making you miserable, he said, maybe you need better friends. Exactly. You know. Yeah. It's not hard sometimes. I mean, you, you, sometimes you just need different friends. Sometimes you need different friends. And, and Chuck, I know that with the organization that we work with, and I don't know if I'm pretty sure you have um, that good to great mentality. Right. And um, if you, if and it's one of those things that I highly recommend to any of your listeners if you haven't read good degree it's an older book but it's got a great message right. um one of my favorite things that i tell that i kind of go back to everyone is like 
make sure you're on the right bus. Make sure your friends are on that right bus with you. Um, sometimes you're in the wrong seat on that bus. Sometimes you got to switch seats. And sometimes you're on the wrong bus. And sometimes your friends are on the wrong bus. Sometimes you're in the, I mean, if they're on the wrong bus, get them on the right bus, put them in a different direction. And that's, that's the, what I follow is like, I want to make sure that I'm on the right bus in the right seat and in the right direction for my life. And if you happen to be on that bus with me, fantastic. But if you're not, that's not my problem. So it's, if I want, if you want to be as much as I want you involved with me, as much as I want you in my life, if you take away from my happiness and my joy, then maybe we're not on the, maybe you might be in the wrong seat, but maybe you might be on the wrong bus. Yeah. There's the John Gordon wrote the, the energy bus book. And yeah. I haven't read that. That's a really good one. Read that one. Yeah. Having people on your bus and they're energy vampires that sap your energy. And he talks about how to deal with an energy vampire. And I love that. And, he talks basically what you said on the energy bus. He said, have the right people on your bus. That's your goal. And sometimes we got to make hard decisions. And there's a, you know, the Bible talks about there's a time for different seasons. Different people are in your life at different times. Yep. Sometimes people need to move on. You know, you yep. don't need them in your life all the time. So this has been truly inspiring. I mean, I, again, this we're talking specifically about you and your weight loss and body dysmorphia. But just the overall view, again, of mindset and mental health. And it, for somebody else, it might be dealing with drugs or alcohol or negative mm -hmm. thoughts or, you know, financial or work issues, family issues. The bottom line is, is that you shared today that anybody can do this. Anybody can do uh, this. You got to get sick and tired of being sick, being and, tired. sick and tired. Exactly. You know, and sometimes that's literally physically. Sometimes it's emotional. And that, you know, being happy is a lifestyle, you know, yep. having joy. We've got to choose joy sometimes. We've got to have that mindset of choosing joy. And so if you're battling with this, again, I want to share with you two books that I've uh, recently read. Soundtracks by John Acuff and Winning the War in Your Mind by Craig Groeschel um, are two great books about mindset that really have inspired me. Um, it's just really become something special lately in my life to know how many people are dealing with mindset. And Brandon, you know, real quick, one more story is uh, um, I love these new commercials. There's one where a guy's working out in the gym mm -hmm. and there's another guy beside him at the bench press and he's trying to bench like 250 pounds. You know, it's not important exactly how much weight's on it, but it's obviously too heavy for him. He can't get it up. And so the other guy comes over to help him and says, man, do you need help? And he says, dude, leave me alone. You don't know my journey. You don't know my right. family. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, if you need help, you need help. And it's so true that if our leg is broke, we'll rush to the doctor. But for some reason, it's still even in today's environment. If your mind's hurt, it's just, it's not right to go to a doctor. Right, 100%. I, I, and I completely agree. Like I've, and there's always been a stigma took around men in therapy. Yes. And talking about our feelings. And when, when that, when that turned off for me, that was a huge game changer. Um, I, I'm a big advocate of therapy. I'm a big advocate of talking to your friends. Um, it's one of those things where like real men don't cry. I didn't probably start crying until like three or four years ago, like consistently <laughs> yeah. just kind of letting it out. And, like, I don't care who you are. If, I, if I'm close to you, you're going to hear about my day. You're going to hear if I'm having troubles and I consider you a friend, you're going to hear about my, you're going to hear about my troubles getting out there. And one thing that it's, it's, 
I think I'm advocating for is make sure your friends know that you love them. I mean, just just telling someone, hey, I love you, you're important, can change someone's whole demeanor um, because there's so many people out there in the world that don't feel loved. And um, just hearing this, having someone tell someone that can completely change their happiness and their joy um, because letting them know that because you, you don't know what they're experiencing. Right. You don't know what they're going through. Just telling your friends that you love them can make a huge difference to them. I love that. We appreciate you being on today, Brandon. This is thanks, great. Chuck. I appreciate it, buddy. And we'll have to keep up with this Mets Braves thing on a day to day basis. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where it's going to be day to day. So just, just, wait, just wait till October. You'll see where it yeah. ends up. Maybe end up. We may end up going to a playoff game together. Braves versus Mets in the playoffs. How cool would that be? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, listeners. I hope you've gotten a, a lot out of this and, and you're able to really think about uh, are you the one right now that's dealing with an issue and you need help or are you somebody that needs to turn around and help someone that you know and love? Um, we appreciate you being a listener as always. And as always, Psalm 1914 says, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Until next time, grit to greatness, listeners. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Grit to Greatness. We sure do appreciate it. If you haven't done so already, make sure you're subscribed to the show wherever you consume podcasts. This way you'll get great updates as new episodes become available. If you feel so inclined, please leave us a review. We sure do appreciate it. Signing off from the Grit to Great podcast studio. We'll talk to you next time.